Welcome everybody to the Soul Citizens. We're glad to be back. Uh, hopefully you guys heard a little bit of what I said earlier. We've been gone for the past couple of weeks, but we're back again and uh, we've been really excited about being with you. And uh, I wanna uh, open up and Colossal, you were sharing with everybody the uh, whole standard dev. Thank you, Standard. Thank you so much for the subscription. Our subscription thing isn't Thank coming you. up that great. It's broken. <laughs> Something's wrong with our graphics over there. I've got to find out what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I saw that. that. You saw that too, huh? Hmm. I well, wonder what's going from you, on. so yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, Colossal, let everybody know once again. See, they missed your big speech earlier, so I guess we have to torture ourselves and hear it again. What's, i got to say, what's, well, the, what's, the name, what's the name <laughs> of the show? What's the name of the show today? I mean, the name of the show was basically, once again, Tampa Bay is at the top of the sports world. Hashtag Tampa Bay. You can come to see the sporting events on Monday. We will have a boat parade again on Monday here in Tampa. Uh, you can watch it on TV wherever you are. But yeah, I was just basically saying congratulations <laughs> to our hockey team. But the title of today is No Place Like Home. Like, no place like home to have a Stanley Cup championship for the oh second straight year in a row. Uh, yeah, no place That's like home. That's why I'm wearing blue today. Go Bolts. Uh, okay. <laughs> No place like home, Griff. Yeah, well, it is. It is no place like home. And as I said earlier, um, you know, in order to be on this show, these guys had to do some research. So we have to. I have to give them some applause here because uh, they had a little assignment this week. Usually, I kind of just tap into them in a spontaneous way, but uh, I gave them some things to think about, and hopefully, it'll give you guys some things some things to think about in relation to uh home in star citizen where do you plan on living where will you dwell where will you hang out in the game and so we're going to talk about that a little bit today so let me introduce everybody i've already introduced the person to my far was it my far left my far left colossal what's up you doing good you ready doing great good fantastic did, Let's you, go did for you do it. your homework I did do my homework, okay. as a matter of fact. I have homework. my trusty pen and my pencil. I'm ready to go. Okay, the school teacher you are. Yes, I know that's true. <laughs> All right. Next to him, the man himself, FC, Fast Card. What's up, buddy? How you been? I have just one question for you, Griff. Yeah. Did you miss me too? <laughs> and to my right, and to my right, <laughs> we have... Yes, Fast Card, I missed you. I'm sure our audience missed you. They missed your uh, unique... Candor. Yeah, your unique... Uh, humor. I, I'll say that. I'm sure that people have missed that as well. And, and last but not least, the man himself, DK75. I was trying not to, trust <laughs> right. me. Uh, Dark Knight, what's up, brother? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, not too much. Man. How are you all doing tonight? Dark I'm there in the chat. Hey, guess what? I got myself a new monitor today. Woohoo! All right, all right, all right. Are yes, you yes. are you hanging out in the? Uh, that's not the Grim Hex pool room. That's the one at the other place, right? Levski is that the Levski pool room back there? Levski pool room. Yeah, yeah. yeah Give it the respect tonight. to Levski. We all miss right. Levski, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Levski is. Uh, well, we'll get it back, right? We'll get it back. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, coming. Yeah, didn't did, Glaystone? Yes, of course we missed you. <laughs> We missed you, Glaystone. It's good to have you back. Uh, okay, real yeah, quick, we have yeah. we have one other new cast member, and I introduced this to Colossal the other day, and he gave me absolutely no reaction, no reaction to this, and I was so excited, and he kind of like, oh, that's kind of the reaction he gave me to our new cast member. <laughs> so I'm going to introduce our new cast member, and Fast Cart and Dark Knight have not seen it. Our new cast member is called Whammer. Y'all know Whammer, right? Whammer. You don't know who Whammer is? You got is? Whammer? Really? The Whammer? Come on, where have you guys seen Whammer at in Star Citizen? Come on, chat, where have we seen Whammer at? 
Please, in I my can't believe. In my gullet. I can't, I can't <laughs> believe. Thank you, Piglet. Thank you, Piglet. Knew that. And this is going to be our new cast member right there. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Soul <laughs> <Sensor>. <laughs> I'm All right. That is our new cast member, guys. Yes. Okay. Whammer is going to be yes. on the show from time to time. Awesome. So now I know why you reacted the way you did. Wait That's why listen, I know why you did. Listen, look at Gladestone. I'm hungry now, right? Okay. Yeah. So, so, so who's that? Was it standard? Is it standard in Gladestone? Check this out. Hey, thanks for the subscription. There you go. See, Whammer is down. Whammer is down. I don't know what y'all talking about. Okay. So that's our mascot for the show. Glaze don't talk about McDonald's. Yeah, okay. All right. So that's going to be no, McDowell. McDowell. Max, Max Soul. I like that, Pops. Max Soul. I like that. But yeah, his name is Whammer. So whatever you guys see Whammer come on the show, he'll come on from time to time. Okay. Um, let me, before right, we, I make a bad joke, you know, I already got that one set up, right? You know, I've got that set up for you already. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, all right. So let me real quick, before we get into this whole thing about no place like home, as you guys know, it was a really big week this week. Uh, the long awaited 3.14 went out to first wave, which is subscribers, uh, and concierge. And so that means that the players beyond, uh, Ivacati have gotten their hands on it. Uh, I'm not sure who has had a chance to get their hands on it on the panel. But if you had to describe it in five words or less, I'm going to start with you, Dark Knight. What would you say about 314? Orson is beautiful. Absolutely okay. gorgeous. Okay. Okay. All right. Absolutely gorgeous. Okay. All right. Fast Cart, what about you? What have you either been it or have you seen it? And give me five words of what about 314. There'll be whales here. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, Colossal. Okay, nailed it and shut up. Ooh. Ouch. <laughs> ouch. Ouch. I felt that all the way yep. over here. I felt that over here. Yep. Great job, CIG. Mm -hmm. Great job. All right. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I would have to say the same thing. Um, and it's how I'll try to keep it in five words, but I don't know if I can. I see where the work went. Let's just say that. Or I see why it took so long. I'm not sure if that's five, six words, whatever. But when you guys get a chance, if you haven't seen Orison yet, uh, or Horizon, Horizon, when you see Horizon, uh, I would tell you that you will be very much impressed. Uh, they did a lot of amazing work. I mean, there's a lot of intricacies throughout the uh, Star Citizen verse, many of the locations that they've created. But I think that Horizon has really, like as Colossal said, they just we we said it the other day, Colossal. They put they put their you know. They threw their shoe into the stew on this one. I mean, it's really, really amazing to see. Uh, so check out the videos that are out there. Uh, the bugs are not as plentiful as you would think, as far as I'm concerned. They've got a pretty big bug list, but they've been cutting it down. Um, and so hopefully within the next, I would say no more than two weeks, week or two weeks, hopefully it'll be out live for everybody to experience. So uh, cool. oh, when you said bugs, I wasn't sure if you meant bugs or you meant the firefly that they, that they have. <laughs> <laughs> well, those, those bugs are very cool. Those, those, those bugs are very cool. But uh, yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, I'm really amazed considering everything that's out there. Um, and so, yeah, it won't be long before you guys will have it in your hands and uh, we'll definitely have a lot of fun with it. Okay. Let's jump into it. Um, no place like home. Um, Dark Knight, I'm going to start with you. What was the mm -hmm. first things you thought about when you thought about where you would want to live in the Star Citizen universe? I had, always, <clears throat> I had always originally thought I was going to live on my ship. And after looking at Orison or Orison, mm -hmm. um, 
I kind of get this idea of living in a in an apartment, um, you know, in some beautiful landing zone, um, and and using my ship as like my you know my home away from home, basically like an RV. I mean, basically, mm -hmm. I have a home place, and then I've got my ship, and then I live with my ship. I could be out in my ship for weeks, uh, and then come back home. Mm. But yeah, that's, that's you know at first it was all about living in my ship, but now it's a little bit different. Now it's a, you know I, maybe I do want to have a you know a secure you know a stationary place mm. to go back to mm. after a long week's journey or something. Yeah. Okay. okay. Cool. FC, what about you? What are considerations you've given to where you live? And I and again, and the panel already knows this. We're not limited to any one place, but just in general, when they're thinking about where they want to you know, set down their feet, where they even plant their feet. You know, I just want to know what are some of the things you've thought about Fast Car? Well, when, back in 2014, my first place was like the hangar, because that's, that's all I knew back then, mm. like um, the Rebel of New York hangar. Mm. But uh, as, as, when, when I started to learn more about the game, it became Terra, the Terra system. Okay, Terra, okay. Colossal, what about you? Well, um, considering the fact that we're still trying to understand the lore, mm -hmm. Um, you know, at one point I did think about Terra at one point, um, and I did think about even Levski at one point because I love the idea of the People's Republic. Mm. Um, but you know, I mean, I mean, we we still got a long ways to go. I clearly don't have a spot right now. I would probably choose just based off of having a good time um, somewhere um, in the, and I'll talk more about that in the chrono system, maybe or something like that. But mm. as far as your first question, you know, you know, I mean, the lore is still out there. We're still trying to understand the lore, mm -hmm. still trying to get deep into the lore and trying to check and see what type of resources are in certain planets and things like that. Mm -hmm. But, um, but right now I would, you know, probably stay as, as of right now, the way how it is right now, I'd probably be on Crusader right now, you know, mm. in Horizon. Mm. Okay. All right. That's cool. That's cool. I will go with that one. Um, myself, I have, it's been very difficult because as Colossal said, when you start to read the lore, you realize there are so many systems um, that you'll want to visit, but I haven't really thought about where I want to live. You know, where do I want to live? A lot of places I want to go, a lot of things I want to check out, a lot of things I want to explore, but where I, where I plant my feet, I might have to give some thought to that. But I will say this, I currently feel that I'm definitely going to live on my ships a lot. Um, I, that's one of the things I think I will do. We'll get to that when we get further in. <laughs> but, I, but I am thinking about that I will live on my ship probably 50% of the time. And then maybe the other 50% will be at some dwelling, some place, you know, that depending on where I'm at, you know what I mean? Within proximity of something, I don't know. Uh, but yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that and we'll get into the whole thing about land claiming and all of the other stuff. So let's look at a little video and hopefully this will kind of spark some ideas for you all and you all can kind of give us and chat some things that you're thinking about as well on once we get into this verse thing and able to plant our feet somewhere that's pre and we know this is coming up pretty soon, right? I mean, they've been talking mm -hmm. about this stuff with inventory, limited inventory, personal inventory, yeah. having your habs now, putting your clothing, your weapons, mm -hmm. all that stuff in. So this is not far away, gang. It used to be like, oh, we'll never. It is not far away at all. So let's take a quick look at a video, and then we're going to come back and 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 talk a little bit about this. Okay. After eating the bear's breakfast. Goldilocks explored their house. She saw three chairs and wanted badly to rest her feet.
ease up, I'm in the middle of something. Finally, let's check in once again with the ongoing work of our colonial-style homesteads. Last time, we saw the 2D concepts turned into 3D concepts, and that was a big step in helping us visualize and evaluate the direction we wanted to take them. What you're seeing here is the next step in that look-dev process, where we've now taken the raw, very rough 3D concept meshes and brought them down to a planet in-engine similar to the way the team reviewed 3D docking concepts by sticking them onto existing space stations. Now, it's important to note here that these are still concepts and that the process of building them into viable in-game assets has not yet begun. So let's set our expectations accordingly. Tests like this are used to help us evaluate things like shape language, how the structures feel along or against certain landscapes, what kinds of visual stories can be told through placement, orientation, or combination, Thanks and even be used to help identify any sort of structure type that might still be missing from the proposed toy box. Beyond this test, it's also just a really cool look into Star Citizen's future, when one day frontier towns full of NPCs with jobs or missions can be found throughout the universe, and then one day later, players themselves creating outposts all their own. Rest assured that as work progresses, we'll keep following. 2949. Things were changing. You could feel it. And it was Gatsby at the center of it all. How'd you get on Gatsby's list? Gatsby's it. The name on everybody's lips. Never knew where Gatsby might head off to next, but that was half the fun. No matter where Gatsby may be off to next, whatever mysterious port of call she's heading to, soon enough.
You made it. Sorry, that's kind of to spark things uh, to get you guys thinking about some of the variety of places that you can consider living. Um, I've got some feedback coming from somebody. Colossal, I've got some fan or something that's coming through. Maybe it's my speaker or something. Um, okay, so let's let's jump into it. Uh, very first question will be, and I got, hopefully I have the right slide up here. Boom. Um, and, and, and I want to kind of keep this in two levels of context because right now this is going to be focused in on two questions for them. Uh, one of them will be um, what planet in the Stanton system? And if they have another location that's outside of Stanton that they've given consideration to that they would pick living at. So DK, I'm gonna let you kick it off uh, in the Stanton system. If you had to pick a planet, which one and why? Man, that was a hard one until Orison or Ison came along. Um, but as far as planet that I can land on, walk around, have a good time, I got to go with Microtech. Um, mm. I, I, as much as I love Crusader, mm. there's nothing to do on Crusader except go to Orison. That's it. Horizon, Orison. That, mm -hmm. That's it. That's all I can do. Now, granted, Horizon's got some great landing pads. And I talked to uh, Fist and Pops about this last night. Great landing pads. You can go to every single landing pad and walk around on them. It's the most open city we've got. But I can go to the green areas in Microtech and the mountains at the same time. It's it's That's my choice right now. Mm. Okay. Uh, fast card. I'll, I'll come back and about about us. Do you have? I ask you now. Do you have one in another system? Is there another system planet that you've thought about, or you, right now you're just waiting to see how that unfolds? Oh, well, I would, I would go well, to fast card. Fast card. Hang, on. No, hang on, I'm asking Dark Knight that. I'm sorry, I mean to jump to you. Oh, I'm sorry, Dark Knight. You mean further ahead? Yes. Yeah, further any? ahead. Further ahead, um, I, I'm still I'm kind of you know poking around through the arc map, just kind of looking at different systems. I mm -hmm. kind of did this the other night okay. uh, as getting prepared for this show, and I'm still you know I'm kind of like Fastcart. I'm looking at Terra. Uh, you know, it is the home of Origin, mm -hmm. uh, so of course I want to mm -hmm. go hang out at the Origin. Oh, I got to my But um, yeah, that that would be a consideration for a future home. Mm. Okay, cool. Okay, FC, go ahead and hit us with uh, in Stanton system. Which one are you thinking about? Microtech, the same, same as DK. Um, they have multiple um, biomes, but I, I mean, Microtech and New Babbitt, the, the, um, the city, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. I mean, I mean just to expand on it, I mean, I, I like I like the, the new tech feel. The, the other systems are either too grungy or not too poor, but too. That didn't make me feel safe <laughs> if I were to, if I were to be walking around it there in character, put it that way. Mm, okay, gotcha. And what about uh, as far as the system outside of Stanton? Was there any particular there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, even though they're the home of origin, yeah. But you know, still Terra. Was, was there anything in particular that made you pick Terra? Was there anything in particular? Um, just because it it, it um. And the lore, um, transitionalist, universalist, all, all that good, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, Terra is the home of that, um, that 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 line of thought, and that line of thought, and the, and the lore uh, appeal to me. They're like new school versus old school, which mm -hmm. is soul system. Okay, got you, got you. Okay, Colossal. How about you? Which uh, planet in Stanton? I mean, right now it's Crusader. Right now, and it's just simply because of Horizon. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty planet. It's a very, it's a very good looking, um, um, you know, just 
a you know a majestic type feel when you go and I understand that there aren't any spots yet that we know about um, that may come in in version two. It may come in later on down the road. But uh, the fact that you can go ahead and basically, you can basically just sit down anywhere in, in Horizon right now and anywhere, even if you just went and got in the ship, jumped up on one of the platforms, um, you can just basically sit anywhere and just sit for hours in one location and not realize how long you've sat there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, uh, it's, as of right now, currently, I would, I would basically be in the city of Horizon on the planet of Crusader, uh, which is the second planet of the Stanton system. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'll just be chilling there watching the other thing that the reason why I chose that area is because I love watching ships come in and out. And right now it's the only uh, spot in game right now where you can really see that. Mm-hmm. And when they start implementing the capital ships, you know, you got those pioneer um, uh, Providence stations out there. Once you start seeing those capital ships come in and out, if they're able to do that and bring those capital ships in and see, see the entrances being made and things like that and so forth, we know it's home of Crusader. We know you see the Hercules and stuff being made. But those uh, the Providence Center is supposed to be able to make larger capital ships as well. So I would like to see that go into play. So right now, it's my place of destination right now. I'll let you know others when we get down uh, later on in the show. Mm. Oh, by the way, just, just to explain my answer some more, like I, I did, I did say Microsoft, and I don't, don't want to change it. But when Horizon hits live, I, 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 I may have to change my answer. Mm. Okay, gotcha. Personally, I think the only reason why Colossal wants to be on Horizon is because they've got that like long water fountain, and he can just run up, run through the water, run up and down, back and forth. You know, and that's oh, all they do. <laughs> Oh, we actually had a good time there last night just chilling out I, I will admit it was it was really really cool we sat there and watched uh the sunset and uh just to see how the lights in the city came on and the activity there it was it was a very cool experience last night to do that so. it felt like you had a romantic evening i'm happy for you yeah, it was semi-romantic was yeah but he was up on level two and i was on level one so it wasn't that romantic so but no we had a, we had a we had a good time over there yesterday. It's really nice to see and to sit through the time cycle. It's a long time because as you mentioned this earlier, Colossal Crusader is a big a big planet, and it takes a while for the time cycle to take place there. But it's a uh, it's very very cool. Um, yeah, and, and imagine how long is it? I don't know. It's long. I mean, I would like you have to get the scientists to come in here with that. But mm-hmm. imagine it's, I mean, if you're talking about role playing, mm-hmm. that's a perfect planet to role play on. Yeah. It really is. Mm-hmm. Um, you can have meetings up yes. in there if you want to, mm-hmm. and and you can just sit there and just cut on your 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 VoIP and your FOIP mm-hmm. and just have a good time on that planet. Just you know, just with each other or with Test Squadron or mm-hmm. you know, with your groups, guys. I mean, it's it's just it's a good planet to go do some role playing on. Mm-hmm. Check it out when you get there. Mm-hmm. Definitely cool. Okay. All right. For hey, me. we maybe we can have a Soul Citizen show on one of those platforms. So the yes, one, we could. Yeah, virtual, cool. virtual cool. Soul Citizen show. Yeah, yeah. We, we can make that happen. We can make that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it's going to be R Corp. Um, one, I like the residences and the whole idea of that whole you know planet that's one big city. Uh, mm-hmm. Not to mention my future wife Tessia Pacheco is there, and so <laughs> yeah. For me, it's it's R Corp. I'm I'm digging R Corp. Uh, uh, and, and I mean seriously, I, I do like that idea of the high rises that are there and stuff. And I'm kind of wait. I can't wait till we're able to lease apartments and spaces within units because I think that's going to be pretty cool. Um, okay, let's go ahead and hit the uh, the next category, which is uh, which orbiting station do you prefer? Um, and, and this might be for a lot of different reasons. It might be because of your access to be able to go down to a planet and get to the main city. It may be because of the proximity of where it is to something else, you know, as far as jumping or just the fact that it saves you time. 
uh, if you had to pick a land, uh, one of the orbiting stations, uh, Dark Knight, which one would you pick? If I was going to go for right now, is probably Port Trezler. But I don't really visit them that much. I usually go to the outer uh, space stations like Her L4 or, you know, our L1s because I, 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 they're easier to get out of. Not as many people flying around them, uh, you know, so it's kind of quiet, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part. But if I if I was to choose one, mm-hmm. um, I, I kind of like Port Tresler. I don't know. I just like it. I know, but they're all as Piglet. Yeah, you're right. They're all similar. <laughs> yeah, as far as the facilities go, they're not that much different, you know. But I think this has much more to do about location than than uh, you know what what they offer per se. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see, uh, Fast Cart. What about you? Anyone in particular? I was gonna say Port Olisar, but um, if you're looking for something more out of the way, the one the one above um, Microtech mm-hmm. is here. Uh, which one is that? Tressler. Tre- is, is that Tressler? Mm-hmm. My bad, Crossley, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I'll, I'll just hang out at um at Port O until I have to go someplace. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got I got the quantum fuel for it. Okay, cool, cool. Colossal, what about you? I definitely I concur with Dark Knight and Fast Car Port Tressler. Um, you know I think it has the best view out of all of them. If you're looking out, no no offense, um, you know mm-hmm. Everest Harbor fans. If you're looking at Everest Harbor, you're looking at a dead planet. I mean, if you <laughs> You know, if it, it, right now we can, you know, the verdict's out on the Port Odessar right now. A lot of people talk about, you know, uh, so long Port Odessar, bye-bye Port Odessar. C- c- calm down, <laughs> calm down, folks, with that. <laughs> but, but, uh, but I think as far as visually for me, um, and then where things always start off at, things always usually kick off. Mm-hmm. You know, when the IE comes around the corner, it always usually kicks off at Port Tressler. So Port Tressler for me right now is, is where I would dock if I was at an orbiting station. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Um, Does Grimhead's count? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah nice I guess, question, I guess that's a good question. I guess it does. It does. does it? Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. a good point, yeah. Lefty. Really good point. Yeah, Grimhex does count for anybody who wants to consider Grimhex their yeah. home. I, I guess that would be I mean, another alternative. I mean, when I when I was thinking about Port, Port Olathe, my, my only competition with that was with Grimhex, but it's like, yeah, but between Port Olafar and Grimhack, there's no um it's a, So here's the only reason why Grimhex doesn't count technically, because Grimhex is not orbiting it's, a it's a, a major it's planet. Yeah. It's orbiting right. a moon yeah. of Crusader. Right. So that's the only reason what? why Grimhex yeah. wouldn't count. Yeah, I guess you know, we didn't think about <laughs> Grimhex. It is orbiting. Well, you know what? I think that if I had been if, if Levski was in, I would have probably given the option between Levski and Grimhex, which one would you prefer to be at? Because they're similar. Uh, being out in asteroids, but uh, yeah, you know, it it, it, uh, it it's a good consideration. Now we'll throw that in uh, if there was a place to be for those of you who are on the more uh, darker side of the law. You know, obviously that would be a place that people would want to stay. Um, hey, Griffs, uh, Piglet said SPK and the Kovalex stations. I didn't even think yeah, about those. That, as having a, yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. We could we could talk didn't about those. About yeah, we, we, if anybody has any favoring of any of those, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's interesting. You know, and I guess maybe you know what those are both considered. Uh, they're not abandoned stations. I mean, Kovalex is, uh, but they are places that we forgot about in the sense of orbiting. I guess if you wanted to live there and uh, just kind of. <laughs> dominate the place you could right uh but yeah. uh yeah there are so many other locations in the game uh that we yeah. could probably give consideration to okay uh, oh and for me um 
I like Bajini. I, I, for some reason or other, I still default to that one a lot. I don't know why, if there's one I want to park at, excuse me. Uh, but like you said, they're all very similar. It's just kind of what's going on near those areas as to why you picked them. Uh, and I, and Colossal, I hate to say this, I do have kind of a affection for Port Olisar because it's where we all started out at, you know, to a certain degree. So I am curious to see what CIG is going to do with that particular space. Uh, there, know, aren't, there, aren't, there aren't a lot of habs there, though. So <laughs> I don't know about being able to reside there, but we'll see what happens uh, down yeah. the road somewhere. Take a picture, folks. Take yeah, a picture. get your pictures while, while you can. While you can. While <laughs> you can. Yeah, get those screenshots in. You don't know how long. Get those videos on YouTube. Yeah, for real. Mm -hmm. don't know how long it'll last. <laughs> All right. Here's another one. This is a slightly different question. And this isn't necessarily got to be to any particular planet. But the question is, what type of biome would you feel most comfortable living in? Some people want the green grass ones. Some people like desert. Some people like, you know, whatever other kind there is out there. Uh, in, in Dark Knight, I'll start with you again, swinging back your waves. There's mm -hmm. a biome that you prefer living in. What type of biome do you prefer being in? Well, it, it's if I prefer a biome, it's not microtech. It's probably going to be something either. Um, somebody mentioned Dagobah. Yeah, I would love the. I kind of like that swamp idea. I'm also mm. thinking more desert too. You mm. know, um, I, I not ta not because of Tatooine, uh, mm -hmm. just because the heat. You know, and just mm -hmm. having you know, it's a warmer climate. We Chicago is cold, so I you know, in game I don't want to be in no place that's cold. Mm -hmm. So you know, um, that's that's my idea of a good biome. But you know, maybe like a warm tropical uh, uh, type of biome would be fun. Mm -hmm. um, it can get a lot of rain, but it can be hot and dry too. So mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Okay. Best card. What about you? There was a biome on Microtech that um, busted the story, and I agree that it's reminiscent of the sound of music. When they were, when they were um, advertising, or, or, or like before Microtech came out, came online, they were doing all these um, inside Star Citizen talking about it, and there was this thing that it, it mostly grass and it had flowers, but it, it looked reminiscent of the, of the sound of music. So mm -hmm. that, that that's what I'm, I'm going to pick. But other than that, just give me some grass, or if, if, if I can't have grass, I prefer cold. Okay. That's uh, just me. So uh, hot or microtech. And I know it's not, I'm not trying to get too de detailed, but I just want to make sure I'm clear, because I'm picturing when you mentioned about the sound of music, the particular scene uh, or Julie Andrews, are you talking about something that's kind of elevated? Because she's like kind of elevated in a grassy area, but in the background you see the mountains. Are you talking about that kind of scenario, something like that, kind of picturesque like oh, that? Not, not, not necessarily the, the background, but just the like the, the, the grass and the flowers. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, or maybe something by river. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Plaza, what about you? What biome uh, do you lean toward? Well, just to go ahead and further help Fastcard, there there are sceneries like that in Microtech. Mm -hmm. Yes, I know. Um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, absolutely, and they're gorgeous. Mm -hmm. um, and that's I, I agree with Fast Cart. That's the type of biome that I would that I would like to be in. Um, I mean, I'm you know being from Florida and being from a subtropical climate to tropical climate, I rather like to see something that looks like almost you know take out the buildings and things like that, almost like Kashyyyk. You know, type deal. I like forest type biomes. Mm -hmm. um, I think the closest, yeah, indoor things like that. I, I think the closest that we have to that right now is microtech. Mm -hmm. uh, the closest yeah. that we have yeah. to that. And then there are areas where you get that plain type feel where you get that. The hills are black. 
madness. <laughs> I was going to do it. I knew, I knew Wherever was going to come up if I, if I tried. So, yeah, so I, I, that's exactly. the sacrifice I hope that I am definitely, um, I am still waiting for Griff. I'm still waiting for volcanic type violence. We still, mm -hmm. still haven't seen that. It's still making that. Uh, we're still waiting for the lakes and mm -hmm. things like that. But I'm encouraged to, I want to know what's going to look like when we get those volcanic type biomes, where we get that type of Mustafa type feel, you know, mm -hmm. um, when we get to that. I don't know, but definitely well, forest. Uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to have the high ground. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be jumping. I would not be jumping. I want all of my limbs. Yeah. There's a, a location on Microtech, and I want to say it's called Carson something, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but one of the things I like about it is that when you go there, it, it, it looks completely lush. I mean, the grass is very high and everything on Microtech. Usually in Microtech, there's areas where there's flowers and low grass, but this is very high. I think we went there in Colossal and it was nighttime the first time we went. But the other reason why I like it is that it has a, a forest area. And I would love to be able, if I'm going to set up, I want to set up where I actually build my stuff in near a forest or in a forest so that from overhead, it's not seen as easily versus it being out and exposed. Um, there's pros and cons to that too, because when you're in a forest area like that too, you also cannot necessarily see when someone's approaching you. So there's a negative to it as well. But I think to what be able I got. Mad Style, thank you for the five, five gift subs. Mad Style, we appreciate you. Thank you, thank you, Mad Style. Okay. Oh, I love it. But I was what I was gonna say is that um, it, it, it seems to me like you and Colossal keep on going on the romantic getaways. And like for, first it was Horizon, uh, uh, and now it's this place. Are you jealous? I hear a little bit of jealous. Yeah, I think you're jealous. I hear a little bit I of jelly in that room. Right? I think he's hating. I think I he's hear hating. He <laughs> <laughs> got quiet now. You notice that he got quiet. Okay. <laughs> All right, first time Fast Card did not have something to say back. Y'all write this down. <laughs> write it down. The first time he didn't have anything to say it, back. It happened. You got yeah. me. Yeah. You got me. I knew you that. Like, I, I don't mind giving five. I know. Uh, and Matt Style, thank you again. Yes, thank you, Matt Style, for your resubscription. We appreciate you, Thank buddy. you. Man. Good to see you back, too. We, Matt Style was gone for a little bit. Uh -oh. Okay. Uh, okay, let's move on past this thing with the, uh, with the biomes. And uh, let's see, our next category will be... Uh, yeah. moons and let's talk about this from an aspect of I think every one of you has done some form of mining I think just about maybe fast cars not big on mining but I know no. DK is colossal um, if you're going to go out there and do your industrial stuff to make your money uh, which moon do you prefer and let's start with you Dark Knight uh, right now mm -hmm. Aberdeen if you're going to do some uh, had night mining uh, best had night out there. Just watch your back. Um, but uh, usually, I, you know what? I haven't had any issues with people coming down and trying to get me. Uh, mm -hmm. Maybe it's because I have a test technique that works. Mm -hmm. But um, I prefer Aberdeen or, or yeah, Aberdeen right now for doing hand night mining. Mm -hmm. I have started to try out laser mining and the asteroids uh, with uh, with some people from my, you know, with my org mm -hmm. and uh, with a few others. And it's interesting. Um, I kind of like it, but uh, yeah, okay. right now Aberdeen's moon the place, mining, huh? Aberdeen's the spot. All right, cool. FC, how about you? Did you get a chance to do any mining on any particular <laughs> moons? See, you gave us, you, you gave us um, homework, but I had to get it incomplete on this one, unfortunately. But um, to, like, in, in EVE Online, I was all about mining. I spent 
five, six hours just mining because I had um, five accounts and I would go back and forth mm -hmm. transferring cargoes and stuff like that. But for this, I, I, I don't want to burn myself out too, too early before before the game launched. Mm -hmm. So I haven't really found a, a, a good spot for it yet. But you know what? Maybe the spot that I like hasn't, hasn't been um, released yet. Mm -hmm. So Okay, fair enough. Colossal? Giving some thought. Why would I tell anybody <laughs> <laughs> where I like buying? Okay. Uh, you know, right, so, he went last too. <laughs> right. Last. You know, I was look first to last. He's gonna get the same answer. So here's here's the deal. Um, when the when Aberdeen first came out, I was all over Aberdeen because I love the fact that it either had a sulfur or whatever those type of atmospheres. I love the yellow glow, mm -hmm. and Aberdeen had materials that were in there that were not as plentiful as the other one until they fixed it up and, and worked it out. So, yes, Aberdeen loved it. However, I don't mine on the planets or the moons anymore i'm out in the roids mm -hmm. i'm on the asteroid fields and things like that so mm -hmm. that's pretty much where i am mm -hmm. because i know there's a lot of people that's out looking for colossal mm -hmm. and colossal ain't looking for you when i get out there mining so <laughs> that's where i'm usually here okay um dk mm -hmm. of all the mm -hmm. moons you've seen which one's the prettiest one to you Oh man, that's that's a tough one because there's so many beautiful moons out there. For some reason, the cold moons look gorgeous. Mm -hmm. So, like if you're looking at say like Cleo, you're looking over at Walla. Uh, Walla's gorgeous. Lyria. Sometimes you find some spots in Lyria, and they are just beautiful. Shipwreck says Magda. I mean, all of these moons have something going for them. Mm -hmm. It's hard to pick one. It really is. Um, man, yeah, that's a hard one. Okay. It really nice is. I'm, I'm gonna put Lyria right now mm -hmm. and, and and then I'll probably switch at the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair enough. FC, what about you? Have you had a chance to kind of eyeball them? Because I know that, you know, especially since this last patch, you know, they had a huge graphical update to V4, you know, and, and people really talked about how the, the graphics and the moons really pop now. And I don't know if you've had a chance to kind of check them all out since then. Okay, if you haven't had a chance, no, no problem. No. Okay, no, fair no. enough. Fair enough. Colossal, what about you? In terms of... Pretty, beautiful, moons? beautiful. Mm -hmm. The one that catches your eye the most. Oh, uh, Lyria. Okay. Lyria Magda. Those that are definitely on that side of the um, area is mm -hmm. quite nice. Um, uh, I guess I, I have a hard time pronouncing this. Is it Utrepe? How do you pronounce that? Utrepe, whatever. That planet, I mean, that moon along with um, Selen has some of the most ominous mm -hmm. types of yeah. visuals mm -hmm. i've yeah. seen it scares me when i go out there because it feels like i'm playing dead by daylight when i'm when I, when I go back <laughs> yeah. to, to those, those spikes <laughs> <laughs> you know, we gotta so, do there yeah mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> i love that place, right? yeah yeah lyria would be on my list too and i think magda and walla would probably come into the second for me uh mm -hmm. but i definitely think lyria is beautiful but if you guys haven't had a an opportunity to do that, and, and you need to visit those moons at, on all time cycles too, nighttime, day. Yes. Sometimes you go there, there's a huge windstorm going. I mean, temperatures are down below 200 degrees Celsius. Uh, but at the same time, you can come there in the daytime and it's an entirely different thing. So uh, definitely check that stuff out when you guys get a chance on that with the moons. Okay, now comes a tough one. And this we're gonna break into different sections here. 
uh, what will be your ship of choice to spend your time on? And I want to start with, I'm going to just do the first one. I'll come back to everybody. Small ship. And when I say small, I'm saying, I'm saying freelancer down in size. So Dark Knight, give me your small ship that you would spend your time on when you're traveling around. 315P. Love that little ship. Okay. That's my style right there. Mm-hmm. She's my little race car. Mm-hmm. She gets everywhere I need her to go. And she can handle herself if she needs to. But otherwise, I got that car. I got that one uh, kitted out all stealth and goes <laughs> like a rocket. Okay. That's my ship. 315P. All right. Best car. Just to be a contrarian, I want to say Nomad, but no, I'm I'm, I'm just going to say it's the 315P2. Wow, I know it's okay. an origin ship. I know it's an origin ship. It's my only origin ship. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a 315P for, for that size. Okay, mm-hmm. for that size. Because mm-hmm. okay. I, 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 I got the the coffee maker, the, the food processor, and one of the clocks or something like that. So, okay. Yeah. okay. It's, it's mm-hmm. We've got some interesting choices in here. Piglet saying 315P. Vaughn uh, mm-hmm. is saying the Reliant Tana. Mm, interesting pick. Interesting. Okay. Colossal, what about you? And then on that smaller scale ship, what's going to be your ship of choice to hang up, to zoom around in? I mean, great minds think alike, Dark Knight and Fast Car. I mean, three, the 315P, I have that, and I love it. Every time I want to get in the ship and just zoom around and have a good look and, and just coast through, it's, it's the 315P. So, yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the 315 has some advantages, too, because it is designed for exploration as well. Mm-hmm. So, even uh-huh. if you want to get Got around, to in the front. Yeah, right. It's great yep. if you just want to get mm-hmm. around, but at the same time, if you just happen to see something that you want to check out, it's probably a nice ship to uh, have. I think it's also got a little bit more long range to it, as well as the scanner package, yep. a whole bunch bit. of other stuff. So yeah, and it's got the bed. You can throw your coffee maker in there, your yeah. clock, yeah. all exactly. that other good stuff, right? You've got so, a closet. Yeah. You've got a place to use the restroom. You yeah. know, it's, so, it's got all the little things you need. Yeah. So, but when, when CID add that stuff to, to other ships, um, people answer they change, but you know, mm-hmm. they came up with that. I want to say what two years ago, but the, when they yeah. when they yeah. when they redid it. Mm-hmm. So, what you talking about with the ship color isn't it? And yeah, it's the first of the mm-hmm. customization ships. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. Uh, for me, you know, man, you guys messed my head up by saying that now because I was really going to stick with my 100i. Um, <laughs> well, there's a couple of reasons why. The 100i in particular, its fuel efficiency is stupid. You can travel around the whole freaking used verse and never have to get gas in that thing. And it's got right. that air technology in it as well, which bring back the hydrogen and brings back its own fueling. So that's yeah. one of the things I actually like about that shit. And it has, a bed, it has a bed in it. And quite often... I will take that mm-hmm. ship and land somewhere and log out in the bed just to save myself the aggravation of not having to get on the tram, run, and all that other stuff. And it's, right. and it's disposable. I can take it somewhere, leave it, and get on the ship that I really want later. So mm-hmm. for me, that one. But the 315P would probably, well, depending on which one of my characters. If it's my blue-collar <laughs> character, I'll have the 315P. And if it's my white-collar character, then it would be my three, 300I. So there you go. Take your pick, whichever one you want to go with. There. Okay. Don't forget the refrigerator in the back. Don't forget the fridge. Yeah, you got the fridge. That's true. Yeah, you got the, the fridge. That's right. You do have the food accommodation in that 300 series. So that's yeah. the coffee maker. Thing right. to go for, and, I, and, I, and I also got to say, I believe the 315P had bigger cargo. So it does. Like yeah. 12 SEO. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I don't have the 100 series, but yeah, uh, yeah that, that, I, I, I may get one in, in, in game, the 100 mm-hmm. series, but yeah. not for right now. Yeah, the right now, yeah. the 100 series 
these functions for me similar to how an Aurora would, and that's just for me to mm -hmm. get somewhere. It, that, that's all mm -hmm. it functions for. If I don't want to take the risk of taking a bigger ship and I want to go meet up with you guys, I'll jump in that thing and zoom. Yeah. You know, small profile, hard target to hit, gets me in and out quick, good fuel efficiency. You know, that, that's yep. basically what that functions as. I, 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 may, I, may have to, I may have to look into CC and my, my Aurora and 2100 later mm -hmm. on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Von Cody Schweitz uh, says, uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. You can pull the 100i out at Platinum Bay. The Platinum Pads. Platinum Pads, yep. I like <laughs> That's that. Very good. Very good. Okay. Let's, let's cycle back now. Let's go to our medium sized ship. And let's say, DK, we're talking about, you know, we're moving up from freelancer to maybe um, Andromeda uh -huh. size, uh -huh. MSR yeah. size. Uh, mm -hmm. up to, uh, let's say, a mm, hundred meters star, starfarer size, maybe. Yeah. That uh, would, oh, so would that bring in? Okay. So if we're going that metrics, you're kind of putting the 600 I in that category at the same time. Yeah. I throw the 600. Let's go up to the 600 yeah. I size. I, I, I'm willing oh. to push to that high size. I'm willing to push that. Okay. Size. Cause that's going yeah, from medium I, to large. No, 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 no. Yeah. Let's stay medium. Let's stay medium. Cause I got large and extra large. So we got to keep it okay. at, at about a hundred, 120 meters. Okay. Okay. How big is the Carrick so, now? Is the Carrick 120 meters now? How big uh, is the thing? Yeah. How much is the Carrick? It's got to be around that same same size, we'll right? Put that we'll, we'll go large than the Carrick. Yeah, we'll go large than the Carrick. So let's 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 keep it at okay. close up to Starfire size. Whew. So okay. So if we're gonna stick at that size, then I love my 600i. I really do. You know, as I and you know, don't get me wrong, the MSR would probably be my daily driver, but the 600i would be the home. You know, or or the one that I would. Uh, oh man, that's a hard one. Yeah, it is. Hang on, I'm trying I, to look at this chart here because I'm trying to see if the six hundred yeah. fit into that category. Hang on. Uh, da, 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 you guys, where's the six hundred on this map here? There's the Crusader ships. Order. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I guess that's about Starfarer sized. Yeah. Am I seeing that right? The misc. Yeah, that's the Starfarer right there at the bottom in the middle, right next to the Pioneer, to the left of the Pioneer. Mm, I believe. Yeah, I believe yeah. So. yeah. So six hundred, yeah. six hundred, yes, and the six hundred's above it, so they're about the same size. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're saying the six hundred would be at, huh? Laniel, thank you, thank you, thank you for that follow. We really, really appreciate it, and uh, yeah, we appreciate you doing that. Um, yeah, you know what, six hundred eyes. Thank you <laughs> I think I'll have to go with the 600. It's okay. got everything I need. Okay. And okay. a pool table. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. FC, what about Let's you? Let's give me a hot tub. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of torn because I, I have a tourist, and that's going to be like maybe my mm -hmm. my hollow when, when, when I want something like secure and, and everything. But um, if I'm just putting it around, probably be my, my MIS, my, my mess. My um, freelance miss. The miss, okay. And those two, I mean, because um, I mean, the the freelance miss is smaller and, and, and can fit more places and mm -hmm. probably easier to to fly and had uh, it had pretty good um hull and shield, but the the Taurus, well, I had to really wait until like, I, I get my hand physically uh not physically, but you know, mm -hmm. in game when when it comes out. So, okay. But that, that, that in, in in that size range, it it's probably the MIS now until the Taurus come out. Okay. 
Cool. Colossal, medium size. I'm confused. I mean, I, I, I mean, can we say the MSR in this ship yep. as, as well? Or, yeah. I mean, well, I, 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 I don't know. Is, is it? Is it? Is it? Yeah, if we can, yeah, MSR, and, and, and MSR is and in that, this category, probably yes. Yeah, because okay. it's, it's not the size of a Connie. Yeah, because once again, I mean, she's got good features in, in in that ship. We all know that she's got a, a bottom area that's uh, that uh, you got some hidden compartments areas and things like that. She's got mm -hmm. a chessboard over there. She's got an area where you can go ahead and spy on people. So that'll be the perfect ship, medium sized ship to go ahead and do anything. If I couldn't use that ship, then I would definitely use a ship that we cannot fly in right now. That is uh, one of the hospital ships, and I'm not talking about the Cutlass Red. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, the, one of the Apollos. You mean the Apollos? Yeah. Yes. Oh, my yeah. bad. Okay. I'm talking about yeah. one of those. Okay. I would definitely jump in that. Okay, one of the Apollos. <laughs> I can't wait to see those. Those are gonna be great. If I hurt, yeah, if I hurt myself on the ship, I know I don't have that far to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, interestingly, another set of ships that would would uh, probably almost fit in this category. Wow, it's kind of hard because I'm looking at these ship sizes here. Uh, I almost want to even put like those C2s in there, the, those origin ships, but maybe they're maybe they're large. No, let's go extra. What are you looking at? You know, we're going to go to extra large and then capital class. That's what we'll do. I'll, I'll break it down to one more category. Okay. Okay. So for me, 600i, I'm like you, Dark Knight. Um, I love my 600. I can't wait for the rework mm -hmm. when it goes to gold standard. Oh, I am so looking wait. forward to seeing what they do with that ship. And if CIG mm -hmm. continues on its track of when they do rework on ships, then hopefully it will be something that obviously uh, has taken a better step forward. It, you know, aesthetically, mm -hmm. ex ex aesthetically, it's beautiful. Has one of the best views there is out there. Um, but obviously, we know that they could do a lot more work in getting the luxury dynamics or the exploration dynamics of the <laughs> ship into a better right. space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Um, okay, so let's go ahead and move to the next category. Uh, we went from small to medium to large. Now, when we get here, it gets a little hairy, folks, so bear with us on size. I'm going to call out some examples of what I'm calling as a large ship. So when I say large, I'm talking about, um, and this is kind of weird because some of these ships have capital components, but their size doesn't fit into the category. I'm referring to Caterpillar, uh, Banu Merchantman, Genesis Starliner. Uh, let's go with those Crusader ships, the C2, M2. Let's go with the Hammerhead. Let's go with the Polaris Perseus. Uh, hull series up a, through Hull C. Or, uh, yeah, I, have a, the, I have a question for clarification. Yeah. Would you say the Endeavor is extra large? That's going to go capital class. Yeah, that's going to go capital. I'm going capital yeah, class at that point. But wouldn't the Merchantman okay. too? Wouldn't the Merchantman be capital? I'm I'm referring to just physical size versus it actually doing whatever it is. Uh, the the Banu Merchantman. I mean, if you it, let's let's put it this way: if you look at the chart, the Banu Merchantman is three quarters the size of the Pioneer, half the size of the Kraken. It the, right now, even though we think it will be bigger. I want to keep that as a large ship, right. not extra large, not yet. So she's li okay. she's listed as a brand new capital, right? Well, so is it. Well, eight nineties consider capital too. Capital, yeah. But but it, but I'm I'm not putting it in that big class. I'm I'm not putting that in the big class even. I'm here physical class. Let me say it this way: I'm only referring to physical length of of the ship. I'm not referring to capability, not cap capital capability, just the the length of the ship. And I know I know that's a tough one. I know I know. Trust me. Um, Put me in the box. <laughs> yeah, well, well, here, look at. I'll give you another ship that fits in that category. The Reclaimer fits in that category. 
Uh, I'm looking mm-hmm. at the scale of these mm-hmm. ships on the map. I'm just I'm just going by the scale of the ships. So call them out, you know, as as you see them. Polaris, Hammerhead, Reclaimer, oh. uh, yep. Carrick, uh, oh, yeah. uh, 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 Crucible, uh, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Caterpillar, uh, Genesis Starliner, C two M two A two, Polaris, Perseus. Let's hear it. If, if I can go first, um, I, I, I hear you, Piglet, and I agree. Cyberwork, that war. Thank, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you so uh, yeah, Piglet, I'm with you, buddy. We're not dead to you because if that's the case, and we're in that type of a spectrum with the large ships, I'm definitely yeah. on the carrot. Definitely on the carrot. On the carrot. Because yeah, I, 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 I had I another ship there, and I took it out because of what we what we just discussed here. But I'm definitely on the carrot, man. I, I mean, carrot is my exploration ship, hands down. Okay. So if I was on a large mm-hmm. ship and we put the Carrick in a large category just based off of the length or the size or what have you, mm-hmm. then I'm on the Carrick through and through, left, okay. right, and sideways. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fast Cart, what about mm-hmm. you? Large category ship, large. <laughs> large is BMM, the, the Banning Merchantman. But I was just looking because I wanted to own this for, for my, my own clarification. The um, Orion is only 10 meters lo- longer than, 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 than the Merchantman. It's 170. No, the Orion the Orion's so way bigger than that now, my friend. It's huge. Way bigger. Okay. Way I, I was looking at the ship back, but yeah, yeah you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're likely right. Yep. But um, the best of for, 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 for this category, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, no joke, it's probably going to be my home outside of my hangar or mm-hmm. or live on tour or, mm-hmm. or, or, or whatever I decide when, when the game is actually out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, good. FC, I mean, uh, DK rather, I'm sorry, DK, large ship. Oh, no, okay. I know we look alike. I know, right? Hey, I'm bald too, you know. Let's go. No, I think with the uh, when it comes to the larger ships, I obviously the Carrick is great, it's huge, it's wonderful, beautiful, has everything you need, but then the Starliner's in there, so you know what's going to happen. It's that Starliner. Mm-hmm. That Genesis Starliner, I'll probably be on that one um, mm. for that large ship. One, it'll be useful because I'll be able to not only, uh, you know, make money while I'm living on it. I can just move it back and forth, you know, just like any other aircraft. But, uh, yeah, it, it's, you know, you've got all the modularity that's hopefully going to be able to come with it with the luxury and this, you know, and all of the different classes and things like that. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But I'm digging on that Starliner for that large category. Yep. Mm. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to have to step in, you know, me with my two accounts here. Hard to leave one without doing the other one. Um, yeah, I, I got to go to Colossal, the Carrick, uh, definitely for being that home. Um, you know, a lot of folks know that, they, you know, we view the Carrick as being one of those ships that is a long range. You're out in space for a while. You haven't been home in a couple weeks ship. So definitely uh, it has the accommodations uh for being able to be out in space a long time and the, and the capability to be out for a long time and then of course the i'm the only one i'm the only one that's just man but okay yeah well no, I no, mean, there's look, no, look, reason, I, no reason to be surprised <laughs> i mean everybody picks something different i mean everybody picks everybody? something different because um, yeah. i'm gonna say the 890 because if it was me i was gonna say the 890 that was gonna be the ship that i was gonna pick uh but that's just because that's a you know it's a different kind of thing you know we looked at the video we mm-hmm. showed the different categories and luxury was one of them um, so the 890 for me would fall into that category too of a ship that if I can just be on, you know, and just be out mm-hmm. there, that would be it. So uh, I, just, um, I just saw three categories. If I if I would have stuck with the large, then I'm sorry, I would have mm-hmm. been in the endeavor. 
Okay, well, we're we getting there. We're getting there. You still got a shot at it. No worries. Okay. I know you added a couple of things. <laughs> all, right, yeah, okay. all right, so we're going we're gonna to step it up. We're gonna push you you changed your silent, man. You changed your homework. I know. We're going to push it. We're going to push it up a notch, okay? Sometimes you got to be flexible. I know. All right, so here now, I'm, I'm going to go. I mean, there's only so many ships that are going to fit into that really big category. So we're going to go extra large now, okay? And extra large, if I'm looking at the map here, we're talking about the Idris, the Pioneer, the Kraken, the Privateer, the Orion, and the whole D. Those are the ships we're looking at in those categories. Dark Knight, take your pick. Uh, man. Yeah. yeah, okay, so I'm not I'm not a big salvage person, so the reclaimer's not really my thing. Um perhaps the pioneer? If it's you know it's a useful ship, because um, because the endeavor is going into the extra 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 large right mm -hmm. javelin size mm -hmm. ships, mm -hmm. yeah. So for, in this case, I would almost have to say the pioneer because I, I I almost don't see a use case for any other ships. At for me, mm -hmm. for me, yeah, um, yeah. I'm I, I'm gonna go with the pioneer on this one. The pioneer, okay. Best yeah. cart. What about you? So the endeavor is not in this category. Is that what I'm hearing? Nope. Yeah, take it out. I, I right. Say. It's not. Nope. Then I got to change my answer. Then <laughs> I'm gonna change the endeavor. Well, you know what? Uh, okay, well, I tell you what. If you want me to combine it with capital class ships, full full size caps and length, I will. So I, I can go back to Dark Knight. So let me name off all the ships, and then you guys can pick. Okay. It. it I see. I hate to put an interest in the same category with a javelin. That, that's that's the that's the, the problem uh, with me for that. They, they're, they're, those mean, are they're, they're they're different ships completely. Um, well, the thing is, if, if, if one person has both of those ships, they're they're, they're going to pick one pick one of those anyway at, at their mm -hmm. home. They're not going to pick right. You know, all, right, well, okay. all right. Then I'll keep it the way it is. Then this is extra large. Take your pick. Idris Pioneer Hull D Kraken Privateer Orion. Oh, if I could have a privateer, I'd take a privateer. Just give me away. Give me, give me away. Okay. Okay. <laughs> give <me> away. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, tell me, it, it has a similar function at, at, at the Mercer and and, and that, that, that where, where, that's what I want to do in, in game. So, okay. Privateer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you're just doing the big time trade, big bigger on a bigger scale, bigger scale trade. Okay. Right. All right. Cool. Colossal. Uh, it's it's the endeavor. I mean, we ain't there yet. We ain't there yet. I thought you were including the I said I'm going to keep it, and I renamed them all. Idris, Haldi, Pioneer, Kraken, Privateer, Orion. Well, I would probably, I mean, I would love to do the Idris, but if I flew the Idris, her lights would be off and the engine would be off. She'd be cruising through space because it's going to be a lot of resources to take control of that one. So I would probably go with the, um, did you say the Orion? Please say yes. you said the Orion, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll be on Orion then. Okay, okay. You're going to pull the Orion. Okay. Mm -hmm. out that one out. All right, cool. All right, final category that everybody's been waiting on. You know what's going to happen here. I wonder what going to say. Final category. Jesus, Pete. All right, here's the last category. All right, Dark Knight, let me give you the list here, okay? Javelin. Hull E. Endeavor. That's it. That's a tough no endeavor. Endeavor. No Bengal? 
No Benko? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Endeavor? Hey, AI Blade and, uh, and, and PC out by uh, Bengal, right? <laughs> All right, so you say no, Endeavor, DK? Endeavor. Endeavor. All yeah, right. for me. Definitely Endeavor. All right, fast cart. Me and Colossus are just going at the same time. Endeavor. <laughs> Endeavor. Thanks. Yeah. I, do we need to say anything more? Because we've been going back and forth for Fred and Devil for like the past <laughs> <new> category. <laughs> okay. Without a question. Without Endeavor. question. Endeavor. Endeavor. Okay. All right. That's interesting yeah. pick. Interesting pick. Um, yeah. I mean, for the Javelin, yeah, absolutely. Very cool ship. Monster. Monster to operate. Just... But you need 80, 80 people. 80 80 people, monsters. Yeah. I mean, we got that in test. I get it. Test squadron, best yeah, squadron. Test, I put that shot out. Handle it. Test can handle test it. Handle yeah, test can handle good it. Lord. That's a monster to operate. But man, when it's out mm -hmm. there, it's out there. That's for sure. Um, the whole E. <laughs> hey, listen. Hey, hey, listen. One trip. Ooh. One trip. You don't work for six months. You right about that? <laughs> one trip. You don't run through everything. One but trip. But you a big target. No, no, no. That's exhausting. But yeah, but think about it. One trip, man. A fully loaded. Um, uh, if you're carrying scrap on that target. sucker. <laughs> if you're carrying scrap on that sucker. You make it. You ain't got to worry about it. Hey. <laughs> It's worth it as remember, far as I'm concerned. Are, the, the cargo is it shielded. It doesn't got to be shielded. Dude, listen, that's about piloting and knowing how to move. You've been in Eve. You know how to get around in space and not get caught. You know that could happen. Your odds of getting caught are 50-50 as far as I'm concerned. And if you hit that other 50, you ain't got to worry about it. So, all right, but I'm going to end up going with the, the with the uh, with the endeavor as well. The endeavor, the the, yeah. the flexibility of the endeavor, uh, kind of makes that one win when it's all said and done for me. So, okay, he's the dark horse of all capitals. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's course. gonna be one of the last ones we see. But when we see it, we will uh, we will rejoice. Okay, that was a fun category. I knew that that shipping was mm -hmm. gonna be uh, was gonna be kind of a tough one, but we got through it. All right, let's go to the next one here. And this is a difficult question. I think that I want to hear some good answers on for this one. What aliens are you going to hang out with? Who are the aliens that you feel to lean yourself toward that you're going to be dealing with when it comes to uh, Star Citizen? So, DK, I'm going to go to you. <laughs> let's see. Oh, let's and, see. And which you, there, are other, there are other groups, but let's just, uh, you know, we'll keep yeah. it focused into the ones that are most familiar. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm I'm immediately first thinking of Banu because they forget and they don't care. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I can do whatever the heck I want to them, and they're like, "Yeah, what happened? Okay, whatever." Okay. Next. <laughs> so I kind of like that idea. Okay. I'll hang out with the Banu. I'm not familiar 100 percent with the other races. I, I heard the Tavares are pretty cool, but um, I, I think I don't know. Help me out on lore, people. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, Banu. Banu. They're cool. All right. Mm -hmm. FC, what about you? Are you going to be uh, dealing with the, the Banu, the, the Van Duel, the Xi'an? Who are you thinking about? Teverin? Whose house? Banu house. <laughs> the Banu house? Are you hanging out with the Banu? Okay. Okay. And, and you know what? Let me, and I didn't get to ask this, DK. Why in particular? Mm -hmm. with the, why did you pick Banu? Just real quick, what was the reason why you say Banu? 
Um, well, mostly, you know, it was kind of funny, you know, that they do kind of forget. Mm -hmm. But uh, Pops just said it. They've got a lot of, they've got the goods. They're the people that, you know, you're going to go out and you want to find something. They're going to go have it for you. You know, you can, they're, they're, the, they're the traders out there. The uh, I don't want to say gypsy, but they're the ones out there that are, uh, you know, running the food carts. Okay. okay. <laughs> Bond does make a good point, though. You might, you might end up in slavery hanging out with the Bond. Oh, that's true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. You better make sure you're the best dad slave out there. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> FC, what about you? You picked Van New as well. What was the, what draws you to them in particular? Um, I like the the aesthetic of, of them and the the the, the clothing as far as concept wise <laughs> was good. I probably wearing be wearing some kind of bounty outfit in game if it if it if it's going to become available. And I just like the the culture as far as she. As Star Citizen and what's been out so far, I I I, I like the culture of the band. Um, as far as the others, they they don't really appeal to me as much. So the, the band just called out to me in in, in 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 a good way. Okay, cool, cool. All right, Colossal. Band who hands down. I mean, I love their tradition. I love about the Soli. I love the fact that they're kind of, you know, they're all about, you know, if you're as good, as you, if you were really, really good at this, we'll deal with you. If you're not, you know, and and they're kind of neutral if that's the case. They're one of the only ones, other than the Shion, that can deal with the uh, Vandal mm -hmm. and not have any types of conflicts. Mm -hmm. Okay, so by you, ee, -E, I'm all with the Bandu. <laughs> interesting yeah I, you know I've, I've vacillated between the two i mean we don't you know the Teverin are part of the uee now and so understanding what their role is going to be and how we connect with them is going to be interesting i am impressed with their technology in the sense of the mm -hmm. design of their ships uh but recently I, the, the Xi'an has really caught my attention when they came out with the the Gatak recently the Raylan. Uh, they opened up a new door of Xi'an stuff. And even though um, there's always been this partnership supposedly with them with MISC, we haven't completely, yes. I mean, we have seen some of the technology in the sense of the design of the way, like it's particularly like those, uh, the Corey and some of the other ships. But uh, I've really been impressed with that. And so I'm really become more curious about Xi'an technology. And, and because their stuff is supposed to be the premium tech. I mean, the band who, you know, they kind of get theirs from all over the place. And it's kind of a hodgepodge mm -hmm. where the Xeon, theirs is very focused on having the most exceptional technology. So right. I am kind of curious to see how that begins to play out because they've let us know that there are other companies within Xeon culture that create technology too. Just like the top came up, maybe there'll be another one. And so we'll see what comes out of them. Griffin had had to be different. It was going to be a clean sweep, but he he had to go well, different. Yeah, just, just and it's only been because of honestly when the guitar, when, listen when I saw the Raylan and saw the tech inside of that ship. It, I mean, don't get me wrong. Even the other ships that we had previously, the other Xeon ships are gorgeous too. But it just really they just had technology at another level. But then again, mm -hmm. not to be funny, mm -hmm. when you're getting a, a Banu Defender. The technology in there is awesome too. When I get yeah. into the Tavaran yeah. ships, the yeah. Tavaran ships with the with the you know the 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 cockpit window and all that stuff, that's very cool, you know. Right. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, when you're mm -hmm. dealing with the band new, you're getting good quality stuff. They don't like they, they don't like dealing with yeah. horrible right. quality. Mm -hmm. So if you mm -hmm. see that band new merchantman come around, you're looking at rare Best alien stuff. technology that's coming in. Mm -hmm. Be ready to spend some dollars yeah. because you're going to get I, from the band new what you're not going to get from everybody else true. in the system, which is yeah. rare. Material. True. 
But I, I, I do feel you, Griff, because if I had to pick a second race, it, it, it probably would, would be Zeon for, for some reason, technology. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, I saw Fist to Face. He said his would be the, the Van Duel. And and I, and I and I and that was an option. There are some people out there who are yeah. going to try to deal with them or be in conflict with them. I mean, that's what they want to do. They want to get in the game, and that's where they're going to be spending their time is out there fighting the Van Duel. Um, I was telling some, mm -hmm. some people in test groups that some people like that tough mating Klingon ritual. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have operating pick for it, put take place at, at the at, in, at, in a better. We we'll, we'll try to take Vega. There are okay. there are people who are going to do the, the opposite. I forget the name. Of their of their of their, of their operation, I want to say operation boom, but that's not it. But it's like um, they're, they're gonna they're gonna go on the Van Duel side and and, and, and attack us. So yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. interesting. Okay, all right. Let's move on to that next big category. Now this one's a little bit more. This is where folks had to do their homework, gang. So <clears throat> I'm gonna ask a, a little bit heavier question than the ones we've been asking so far, and that is, has to do with um. What system do you want to live in? Now, this might be one of those good things to look at your star map about um, to determine where, because as you guys know, in the star map, you kind of see how um, the systems are kind of broken up into the, like where the Vanduul are, where the UE mm -hmm. is, where the Xi'an are. And so um, that's kind of the question that the panel had today is that if there was some place that they had to settle down in a system, what, what system would it be? So DK, let me start with you. Uh, what system? Why? What drew you to it? Anything in attention? You know, in relation to a system? Yeah, because I'm, you know, because I feel like I'm so new uh, to learning about the lore of each of the systems. I'm kind of harking at the present moment towards Terra, but I don't think that's really going to be where I'm at. Um, I it, it's largely going to depend on where my where our org is stationed as far as our home uh planet or our home spot and how what my distance is from my uh, you know from my home to that location so whether or not it's in that particular system because we don't know yet i might be a system merge two over but if i would have my preference uh my preference mm -hmm. um at the present moment i've i like the idea of Terra. It's kind of like the new Earth or new soul or something, you know, it's like like Vascart said. Um and uh and yeah, yeah, I kinda like that that whole yeah. I think that's where I'm gonna probably do it. Okay. Okay. F C what about you? I said it before. I can't really ch 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 um, ch give a different answer. I'll give a di different reason. <clears throat> Terra for for for, for, the, for the reason that, that I stated before. They're like uh, my, my, they're like the the, the, new, the new Earth, the new soul. Um, and they want to um, they they into new ideas. Whereas soul is is more conservative and and, and want to and want and want to keep things the status quo. So yes, Terra probably be where be where, where, where I'm based at. But I mean, mm -hmm. if, if if I couldn't do Terra, it, it, it would be so. But I I do I do have an honorary mention cast card only because it has the, the word card in, in, the, in the name. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Colossal, what about you? What system uh, have you eyeballed so far? I'm going to take you deep into the lore because the system oh, that wow. I definitely love hearing about and it's, I, I was caught by the name first is the Chrono system. 
Okay. The Chrono system is basically way out there, right near. The only way you can get in there is going through Kellogg or the new system called the Brownau system, B-R-A-N-A-U-G-H. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's a system, basically, it has a planet in the system called uh, the Synth World. And basically, it's just basically the UE wants to create planets. How are you going to create a planet? It's basically you have, it's basically a planet that's created by artificial intelligence. And you know we have the new <laughs> Imperator Leilani Addison. <laughs> God bless her reign. Um, <laughs> that's now in the game now, and she's definitely into AI technology. So I'll be curious to see how they're going to create this. We already have, you know, Area 18. I get that, but this is an entire planet made by sentient AI. Mm-hmm. And there's a some type of a project called the is it Archangel or Archangel whatever they want to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. And there's an Archangel station out there that basically is is, is has a big lore and a, and a big hand into this concept here. So um, I think it's fantastic. It was until 2872 that the other imperator named Soleil stepped forward to formally announce what the government had been working on and Kronos would become the home of Project Archangel, commonly called the Synth World, the massive UEE initiative to build a planet. After centuries of rewriting planets with terraforming technology, humanity now sets its sights on creating one. So there's your lore right there. I'm definitely interested in Kronos, the Kronos system. Kronos, okay. That sounds cool. Yeah. And it had nothing to do, nothing at all to do with Star Trek and Klingons. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, I look at it as what ancient Greek mythology or what have you. Mm-hmm. That as far as Kronos, you know, the Greek, the father of all the gods, the type, type deal. That's 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 why I was interested. <laughs> nothing to do with Star Trek. No, that's cool. <laughs> that's very cool. Um, Bandy, thank you, thank you, thank you for that follow. We truly, truly appreciate you. We really, Thanks really for do. the follow. Okay. Um, Let's see. For me, I know it's going to sound kind of crazy, but I, I I have always been stuck for some reason or other on Earth, which and if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, is it is it Shanghai? I think that's the, the, the major three, landing zone. Yeah, right, right. It's the major yeah. landing zone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so mm-hmm. yeah, it's New York, Moscow, and Shanghai, if I'm remembering correctly. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I've been really curious to see what Shanghai will be like in the future. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really mm-hmm. curious to see how they're going to build out Earth because, like you said, Fastcart, there is this dynamic of Terra being the, the quote-unquote future of things. But I also am kind of curious to see how, you know, the current Earth is and how it's progressed and what it's going to be like. So Shanghai is one of the places I'm definitely interested in. As far as the system goes, um, I'm also somewhat interested in Odin a little bit. Oh, that's uh-huh. another one that okay. I'm, I'm interested in as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if, as far as one to visit, I, I think we've all had this conversation. I know Colossal and I have had about the Hadassian system. That yes. one is a spooky system. And if you guys haven't had a chance to look up the lore on uh, the Hadassians, um, that's supposed to be the haunted system in the game. Uh, people go there and they see things. So it'll be really uh-huh. interesting to see. <laughs> Best card set. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll take be, a pass. Thank you. It would be interesting to, uh, to to go visit someplace like that as far as I'm concerned. Mm. <laughs> 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 Weber <laughs> says no. Okay. Uh, so anyway, um, 
yeah that 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 would be it so we really want to encourage you all to you know a couple things we want to encourage you all to do one uh every once in a while it's nice to go back and look at the lore masters uh the the, the lore makers rather uh the videos because they'll start talking about these different locations the other thing we encourage mm -hmm. you to do is check the star map from time to time they constantly do updates yeah. to it there's good information there and for those of you who are in orgs you might want to start thinking about where will we be in the verse over time uh i did see some yeah. other honorable mentions in chat i think was it wasn't i don't know who it was someone mentioned nix nix is another mm -hmm. place that a lot of people are interested in living in some of you folks who are Goss? in the darker side of things, Goss is another one. Those of you who mm -hmm. are interested in the piracy, obviously are looking forward to Pyro, uh, which will be our first uh, system that we'll be getting. I think Nix will probably follow that, then maybe Terra after that, we'll see. But if you guys watch where the jump points are, you might kind of get an idea of what CIG is going to be working for. Lefty says Oso, you know. Oso. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. So, 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 so you think terror will be before Saul? Yes. Yes. No. Before, absolutely. Yes, yes. I think that comes after Nick's personally, because it it would make sense to a certain degree for the game as well. Because like Colossal was mentioning, there's this whole political conflict and dynamic. If you can get uh, Terra in there, you can start dealing with some other dynamics of the game. Yeah. You know. Definitely. Uh, can I give an honorable mention? Another, sure. Honorable mention. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Tamta. Because it had the, the black hole. I can't wait to visit oh, that. Oh, yeah, the, the black game. hole. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, That's yeah. going to be cool to see. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you guys look at the map, really. They're, 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 where there are jump points at, you know, CIG has alluded to the fact that there will be places where there'll be these temporary wormholes that will appear. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so learning how to travel and get around and navigate. And that also might lend itself to where you decide to settle in as well in the game. Um, so yeah, definitely. Yeah, it may it may be the case that Terra is too too crowded. Yeah, could be. Yeah, yeah. Move to a uh, system over as opposed to having to uh, be in there. You know. Yep. 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 Uh, Star maps beautiful, people. By the way, if you haven't had a chance to look at the arc map, it's mm -hmm. gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, the the award winning. <laughs> award winning. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Several awards. Yep. The the last thing I want to talk to you guys about in in, in this, you know, it's not on the agenda, but it was I was kind of thinking about it, but I'm like, we have time to talk about it. And that's what do you think is gonna be the deal with land claims? And and let's put down some, mm. some basics about land claims that the things that we do know. What we do mm -hmm. know is that land claims are something that we some people have already purchased them. Some people were able to get them when they got the pioneer. There are two types of land claims. One is four kilometers in size. The other one is eight kilometers in square in size square to square. Um, they were $50, if I'm not mistaken, and $100 if you purchased them separate. If you bought the Pioneer, you ended up getting the eight kilometer piece. That's a big piece of land. Um, we know that they're, uh, it's tied into the UEE. And mm -hmm. so when you wanna do a land claim, you find a place that you want to you know, stake your claim you literally have a stake that you can utilize that puts out like an electronic beacon. And then you have to register that land with the UEE that you own that land or you're the owner of that land. Um, there's not very much more we know beyond that. Uh, what comes along with that in relationship to the UEE? There's a lot of surmising. Um, so I, I kind of want to just kind of throw it out here to the panel. Uh, what are some things that you would like to see about once you're able to get uh, a piece of land? Um, and, and, and what will make you choose that land in particular to stake it out? Will it be proximity to mining? Will it be, 
uh, mining actually on the land? Will it be because your org is there? Is it to get away from everybody? You know, what would be your reasons for wanting to stake a claim of land in the game? And DK, I'll, I'll put it to you first. I think the well, first, I think it's going to be one of two reasons. It'll be because uh, my org is located in that general area, and perhaps we have some kind of a settlement there or some kind of a station, you know, based out area over there. Um, the other would be as a private vacation home, it's just a place to go and hang out with. Nobody comes around. It's my, you know, my my place on the lake. You know what I mean? Um, go out and fish, something like that. That would be, you know, that would be a secondary. Uh, idea. So it would be only one of those two things. Uh, if I'm uh, buying uh, land and it's near org uh, or org area, um, then uh, it would be uh, uh, you know uh, more of a neighborhood type of uh, situation. I'm going to be staying there when we're doing work and you know and, and things like that. My other spot, if it was just a secondary location and it's just like sitting on a lake or something like that, I would I wouldn't go there all that often because uh, I'd probably be working someplace else. I'd probably be at you know in my apartment at Terra or mm -hmm. on my ship, you know, flying and doing work. Okay. Um, and then go there for vacations. So, okay. yep. Cool. I'm, I'm just imagining Dark Knight sitting on sitting on the dock in a bay. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty fast, Kurt. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, fast, Kurt. Let me ask you: um, <laughs> When you stake your claim, are you staking it to be away from people in a community of people? because of resources, what's going to be your reason for staking a claim somewhere? You're forcing my hand because I'm not really interested in in, in, in land claim at this moment as far as okay. what, we, what we know now because I don't want to have to defend it and like, you know, we're going to be one of the first people in the game. We're going to have to be able to defend that for years or, or, or at least months and weeks. And, and, and those first few weeks are probably going to be well. I know land is going to be a planet or moon or wherever we send on is going to be huge and have a whole bunch of us to, to, pick, to, to, to pick from. But eventually, you know, someone going to come come out and say, oh, that looked, that looked like a juicy target. Bam. So I'm not really interested in, 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 in the land plan, but if you, if you put a point gun in my head, I'll probably stick like maybe like a Bayou River mm -hmm. or some place to have good good, good mining resources. Okay. But, um, you know, the, the, the one thing that, you know, I won't be able to get 40, 40 acres in a mule in real life. So this will, this will be a, a good <laughs> option. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's close, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to come back to a point you mentioned about defending, so don't let me forget Fast Cart. I'm going to let Colossal do okay. this season, and then we'll come back to it. Colossal, what about you? Why would you pick where you're staking your claim? I probably have two homes, probably. Mm -hmm. I probably have one home with the Orc, mm -hmm. um, so I can go ahead and at least, you know, be there, and, you know, whenever we have meetings and things like that and so forth. And then I probably have another home that basically emulates or does what Jedis know how to do best, which is always hide in exile. <laughs> And I mean, so Man. I'll probably go ahead and sit one house somewhere where I can at least, you know, come to from time to time. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'm just like, I'll probably be out uh, in my ship, uh, I would say about 80% of the time. Okay. Mm -hmm. About 80%. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm thinking. Okay. 
Um, let me throw something at you guys real quick. Um, you don't want to talk about defending first? That's what I want to talk about. Uh, I was watching a video the other day. By the way, there's this really great video. If you all haven't watched this, well, eh, I, don't, I almost don't want to plug this to a certain degree. Um, some of you all know about the, what's been going on with the Elite Dangerous community. And there's a woman okay. who's in the Elite community who has been putting out videos. Um, she came over during Invictus, during the Free Fly. And she's been chronicling her time in Star Citizen. And she has done a really, really good job. I mean, these, these videos are very entertaining uh, in seeing yeah, someone Kate. else's perspective. Yeah, on, on Star Citizen. Uh, I'm going to put the link for the first in the series in here for you all. But I would recommend that you all watch this series uh, when you have time. She's done seven days worth. Each day she records it. And, uh, you know, she comes in as a complete noob to the game, never played it, and um, has now been in it for a little bit. And, the, you know, the community's helping her out. There's the link. Uh, you, you'll be able to follow the rest of the shows. But there's something that happened in there that I didn't even know about while she was playing the game. And this is what happened. <clears throat> At some point, she found out she had a crime stat. And she didn't think she did. Yep. She had got a crime stat. She thought she had paid the fine, which she did. But then she found mm -hmm. out she still had like a level four crime stat. And she ended up going to prison like for seven or eight hours. And I'll tell you yeah. why she got the crime stat. When they were flying out of town, out of Lorville, she said they flew out and she was on a cutlass. And I remember in the video when she did this, at some point when they were leaving Lorville and they got outside of the armistice zone, she opened the side door and fired her rifle toward the city. Later, she went back and looked in her Moby at her record and there was a charge firing weapon into city. <laughs> <laughs> they put it in. She had yep. seven they charges. She seven had of seven them. charges. <laughs> she got an hour. She got an each hour. Each she got charge. an hour for each charge, okay? Oh. Okay. <laughs> she got an hour for each charge. So check this out. Check this out. To Fastcard's point about protecting, if they were to implement something that says when there's a stake at a certain location, if somebody proceeds to attack it, it gets registered against them. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? If they're able to do that for the cities, maybe they're able to also do that for your homestead. So that's a lot of data though. Well, no, it's not a lot of data. I mean, think about it in the sense of if, if it, cause once again, I think Lefty mentioned this earlier, it gets recorded when you put that stake down. That proximity, right. that four by four square. And just like they can tell if anybody fired into the city, they can tell exactly if somebody fires in that four by four square. And, yeah. my, and I'm yeah. saying, is this possibly one of the ways that they can set up you know, a dynamic that gives some type of consequence for people mm. who just want to randomly attack Fast Cart's house just because it's there. <laughs> not because they're breaking in, not because they're trying to get his stuff, not because he did something against them, but is it going to be worth it for me to fire on your joint, and by the time I destroy it, I've got 24 hours of penal time waiting for me just because I wanted to have that fun. So I guess that's my question. Do you mm -hmm. think that there can be things like that that can present consequence? So why when people do have a motivation to land claim 
you know, they know there's some risk, but at the same time, the person who's also doing this thing also understands there's risk on their side as well. So what do you guys think about that? And, and what are some other ways you think can be done to protect people who want to set up homesteads? That's a tough one too. That's a tough one because it, depending on where you set up your homestead, you might be in an area that is completely unlawful and you're not going to have any protection at all. You're going to have to take it on yourself right. to do it. UE space is the only place where those stakes work. They don't work anywhere else. Only place where it space. works. Right, right. Yep. And you can only, and if you're under the protection of UEE, depending on where your homestead is, I would imagine would depend on how how high the level of security is on your space. So if you're near a larger population, perhaps you have a higher uh, security or you have more security. So mm -hmm. there's less of a chance somebody messing with your, your home because you're in a vicinity of like maybe 30 other homes. Mm -hmm. But if you're out all by yourself out in some little, you know, by the lake, you know, uh, all by yourself, somebody, you know, you got to take care of your own security. Maybe you are in UEE space and you are protected, but it's going to take a f heck of a lot longer for a response team to get to you mm -hmm. unless you have uh, your own, uh, your own uh, anti-aircraft, you know, missiles right. and which, turrets which or whatever be, else, right? you know, be, I mean, which could you be, might. Right? Yeah, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. exactly. Okay. Yep. So that's how I, yeah, exactly. Okay. Best card. I'm going to flip back a little bit on it because, I mean, for, for me personally, like, like I said, I, I probably won't, won't, won't get a homestead in the game, but if I did, it would be because, it would be because it's profitable to, 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 to do it. Mm -hmm. and it would probably because of um, some mineral rights or some organic by, by the river or something like that to, mm -hmm. to, to make that, 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 that piece of land viable. So in, in, in that case, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be worried about some Yahoo just randomly firing at me. I would, I'd be worried about some personal group who think that, that they can just, t t um, you know, drive me out and, 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 t and take over and I won't be able to, to, to get back in somehow. I mean, yes, there'll be, there'll be security and stuff like that, but we know, we, we know that, you know, it's, it's going to be hackable. It's, it's, there'll be a, 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 a ways around the security to make it in, in, into your name instead of mine. So that, that, that's more... I, I, I think that's more more of a, a legitimate worry at, at, at to Griffith Point than than worry about some, some Yahoo randomly firing. Mm -hmm. Klaus, let me ask you a question. Do you think that the community or the players, once things are in place, you know, once we actually have the guardrails in place, do you think that the community will, for the most part, respond to that in a positive way in other words uh the law system the response to security uh people are able to set up some type of personal shield over whatever i mean do you think that people will quite often we find out that when people do chaotic things it's mostly because there's no gameplay there's nothing for them to do so they're just doing something to pass the time right for the fun right of it so I'm saying, do you think that when the game provides all these other avenues, dynamic events, this, 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 mining, exploration, combat in space, blah, blah, do you think we'll see a decline so that people can feel that they can do things like FastCard saying, I'm FastCard saying, hey, I'm, I'm willing to do it because it's profitable, but there are also those people who just want to set up a place because like Dark Knight says, I want my vacation home there, right? Uh -huh. So my question is, do you think that the, the C... If CIG puts the right guardrails in place, that those players that would normally be the chaos makers, I'm not saying there's always going to be some people who do it, but I'm saying, but you think it will minimize that 
You know what I'm saying? Do you th or do you think, you know, we'll just have to live with it no matter what, and it's not going to change anything? Well, I, I mean, be, so before I go ahead and get a little bit, you know, straightforward, I, I got to remind everybody or ask people a question. I mean, there are, what type of game do you want Star Citizen to be? Do you want a true PvP aspect? If that's going to be the case, then... Griff, you're going to have all sorts of lawlessness and all sorts of take off this and take a new armistice zones and da-da-da-da and everybody get shot anywhere. And don't forget that. It's not just everybody gets shot anywhere. It's whatever you have on your body gets stripped. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Or, or everything or almost yep. everything. Mm -hmm. Those are true PVPers. Mm -hmm. So I don't think uh, Star Citizen is set up for, is, is doing that. There are games that are out there that are doing that, mm -hmm. like Ashes of mm -hmm. Creation. I saw stuff about that, mm -hmm. and that's a true PvP game right there. Mm -hmm. So basically what I'm saying is, if you're one of those people who want true, um, uh, true PvP, you need to check and see if Star Citizen is a game for you. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think it's set up for true um, PvP, so therefore, that answers the other question. There are going to be some surly people out there because they're going to they're gonna want to do things that they can't do. Mm -hmm. Boo-hoo. Mm -hmm. Boohoo! Because they got to put those guards in place if you're going to deal with a game that is PVE centered or, or, or I would say, uh, uh, MMO centered with group play mm -hmm. uh, that does allow PVP action to go up, but not to the point to where it's extreme. I play some extreme PVP games, Darkfall. Mm -hmm. I mean, to where you you wake up one moment, you go to sleep one moment, you in your castle and you wake up, the castle is burnt down, and you out and, and you, you butt naked, you lost all your clothes. They stripped right. you while you was asleep. Right, right. <laughs> Seeing that. Right. Okay, and that stuff gets you mad. Atlas, come on now. Mm. Okay, so <laughs> it, it all depends on what the player uh, uh, wants the game to be. If you're one of those true PVPers, then find a true PVP game. Mm. Because if Star Citizen is not that type of game for you, then don't sit here and, and blog up the streams and blog up the blogs and jump on everybody's stream talking about blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Can I have my wine, please? Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna push back on on, on Colossal just a, just a tiny bit because there, there will you make a good point but there will be people who are saying this this is supposed to be a sandbox I can I can I can do, I can do what I want that, that that's the point that you brought up but I mean they, they may stick they may stick around for maybe a week or maybe that's ridiculous a month a month mm -hmm. but uh, but there, there will be people who who will try to. Fold a star citizen in, into the game that they want, rather than what the game is going to be. Yeah, but a sandbox doesn't commit to the "you can do what you want" or "what you want" theory. All a sandbox does is you can do anything you want to do. It doesn't say you can do whatever you want to do whenever you want to do it. And, it. and and because some games have restrictions, even in sandbox. And I understand that. I'm just saying there will be, there'll be people who won't, who won't understand that. It'll just yeah, be yeah, right. And, right. And, and those are people that we have to worry about in Google who will like. To, 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 to try to take to try to take my home dead just for the fun of it. But but to yeah. Colossal's yep. point, he I, said, but he, this is what he said though. He said that they may find that this game is not the game for them, and, and I think right. that that, that saying, that's what until scares they you. do. Right, 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 right. Well, yeah. I mean, you're always going to have people who come in because of their experiences in other games, and and will try to do something like there. As you guys know, there were a lot of people who came in from Eve, a particular org in yeah. particular, that when they heard about the game, they came in, they thought it was going to be just a a, 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 a bigger version of what Eve was. And then once they found yeah. out that it wasn't, they kind of started pulling back away from the game. You're going to have the mm -hmm. chaos people. Don't get me wrong. I mean, the griefers, whatever. I mean, that, that's just what's going to happen. I guess I'm just kind of curious. See, I, maybe I'm misinterpreting what you're saying, Fast Car, because it sounds like to a certain degree that type of behavior is enough to keep you from wanting to build. 
And, and like you said, no. unless, and, okay, well, you said unless it's for trading. You said unless I'm, I'm able to profit from it. So your right. your Ferengi side is showing, okay? If, if you if you if, if you can make money, you're willing to take the risk, okay? You know, I get it, I get it. Uh, but but I know that there are some people. I don't have a rules of negotiation number twenty-eight. Yeah, they're just my my thing is there are going to be restrictions for those games that are not yeah. PVP centered. Yeah. yeah. And and to Fast Cart's point, you are going to have those people come in their Fast Cart that's going to be like, I don't care. I'm going to do what I want to do. And once again, they're going to have to suffer the consequences to those restrictions. It could be something mm -hmm. that, and those are the things that park or PVPers don't like. Yeah. And what I got to say with them is, sorry, find mm -hmm. a game that is. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I was just going to say, yeah, that's exactly, you know what, what I tell my son all the time, you can do what you want to do, you can, yeah, you can do what you want to do, you also got to face the consequences, mm -hmm. and whatever comes at you, it ain't, it, it ain't on me, mm -hmm. it's on you, <laughs> Yeah. so yeah. do whatever you want, face the consequences, mm -hmm. and deal with it. I'm cool. well, I am curious, yep. and I think DK, you mentioned a couple of good points. You know, it's one thing to say what we think that'll happen in UEE space, but then what happens when you're outside of UEE space? You know, will you be able to strike mm -hmm. a deal with whoever the dominant force is in that area? Can you strike a deal with Xi'an if you're in Xi'an space? Can you strike a Maybe. deal with a piracy group that's in a certain area? I will say mm -hmm. this though, and, and this is the other thing I still believe to this day, um, as you guys know, Stanton is a big system. And DK, you and I have talked about this before. It's hard to find mm -hmm. people right now in Stanton. It really is. Yep. Try to try to go down on yep. the moon and find somebody who's mining, you know, unless they're just, you know, mining right next to a mining facility. But I'm just saying, it's yeah. not an easy thing to do. And so it's already difficult with four planets and what, nine moons or whatever we have right now. But imagine when you've got five systems with, you know, 35 planets and 70 moons, right? You know, there's going to be a lot of space out there is what I'm saying. And yeah. there's a lot of places yeah. where you can build that people are not just going to if they happen to find you, trust me, it's going to be a one in 1000 that they happen to come across you unless you build right. in a traffic area or a community area where there's a big development, right? Uh, that's easy. Now, that's nice you know, yeah. So, Didn't they say um, that the number of people that are real live players that would be in the game would be able to fit on Yella and there's still be enough space, mm -hmm. uh, defined space on Yella? Yeah. That's all the people, hundreds of thousands of people mm -hmm. on Yella. Yeah. But yeah. now you're going to spread it across, say, ten systems. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a lot of space. It is. And that's to, a lot of and space. To Piglet's point, because the systems grow uh, by 100, so and the population grows. You know, and that's the other thing too. As the system grows and the population grows, you know, there's an exponential growth dynamic. But again, I always say this: space is a big place, and CIG has created a really, really. If they're if they're able to stay on track with what they're doing, there's going to be more than enough space for for stuff. The other thing too is it's not just about humans. You know, keeping that factor of the fact that the game has more NPCs than it has of us human players in the game, which is another factor that you got to deal with. You know, so I'm that's why I say I'm just kind of curious as to what if all the pieces are in place, whether or not some of the things that we worry about, we will have to be worrying about later on. There'll always be griefers. There'll always be the chaos people. There'll always be the PVPers. No problem with that. We get that. Mm -hmm. I'm just wondering whether or not CIG will strike a really good balance so that gameplay remains favorable for people on both sides. Like Colossal said, we don't want to see it will. become rust. You know, that's, that's mm -hmm. the thing about can, it. So can, I, can I ask mm -hmm. a question? Mm -hmm. 
do you think it, 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 like if you have a choice between a, a PC homestead and an NPC homestead, and they're both equal, which one do you think people are are going to are going to try to go for first? It, it depends because what they yeah, one of the things that they just did a couple of weeks ago, they did a show on the loot system, and they talked uh -huh. about how they're structuring the loot dynamics in the game. There may be certain places that are NPC that are extremely valuable, but also well defended, right? And so, you know, if, if there's if there's some type of lore or history built around a particular place, then those people might say, hey, this particular town or city on such and such moon is known for mining, and this is the place for us to hit. Whereas with a human place, they may not know. They may take a chance. They may come there and hit us, and there's nothing there. They raid the joint, and they find <laughs> nothing. We may have just taken the shipment out mm -hmm. two days beforehand. Then again, if they've got somebody doing surveillance, who's paying attention and seeing when we've got ships coming in and loading stuff up or when they're seeing, you know, uh, type of cargo ships unloading and putting stuff in a warehouse somewhere then somebody's doing their, you know, their intelligence and, and they decide to strike it. I think I would love to see that that's the way it happens. You know what I mean? That people are being that thoughtful about when they're doing a raid and not just because they see a building, let's blow it up. You know, that's right, just, right. but that's just me. Right. I'm just saying, I, I, again, I, I, I don't have any problem with people blowing it up. It's just, why did you blow it up? You know, and mm -hmm. if it's because you thought that there was something valuable in there or you saw us moving cargo in there, hey, have at it, Hoss. You know what I mean? I just bought this big screen TV into, into my home chair. <laughs> <laughs> Jay said it's a sandbox. Uh, there's nothing to win. I definitely agree with that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when I think of Eve, people go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Curse you out. Weird, right? Call yeah. you everything. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. Can you yeah. imagine what local is going to be like? Uh, like our version of local is going to be like in Impact Citizen, like the first week on um, Monday. Uh, oh, my God. When the game goes live. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to be honest boy. with you. The first week everything goes live, I'm not getting in. Not to be funny, we're playing it now. No, I believe you. I mean, we're playing it now, to be honest with you. And I'm and I'm, I'm like, even, like, even like, like, I'm like, I'm one of those people, like when the game drops, I don't go run into my computer right away to go load it up because I know the servers are going to be weird. Everybody's trying to load the game, blah, 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 blah. Like I'll, I'll just kind of leisurely come in and when I feel like it, I'll load the game, right? Yeah. And all I'm saying is mm -hmm. I, get, I get it for the people who maybe never played it that want, you know, to hear that it's out there, it's ready to go. But I kind of think we're easing into it, you know, because we are many of us logging into the game frequently, and so whatever and data we would have already goes, been through beta. Yeah, the beta, mean, right? Yeah, right. Beta would, yeah. right. Yeah. You know, when it opens up, it'll in. be great. I'll come in and hang out with people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm not going to try and accomplish nothing that first week. You know. Oh, Oh, Lefty doesn't believe you. He doubts. Lefty's point, I'm not saying I'm not going to get in the game. I'm just saying I'm not going to try to come in the game and accomplish a lot that first week. I will enjoy logging in. I will enjoy riding with people on their ships. We'll get blown up a few times, have some laughs, but I'm not trying to do nothing serious the first mm -hmm. week or two of this game. You know, I'm going to be feeling it out and see, because we're all going to have to see how does the community and new people come in, how they respond to the game. Uh, I like, you know, you've always heard us say a lot of people going to be flying Auroras that first week, you know, because yep. listen, you guys saw this week with, and maybe you all didn't see this in the new patch. One of the things that's there, they told us that now when you restock your ships, your ammunition does not restock. Missiles and torpedoes do not restock anymore when you do a claim. And that's going to happen in other areas of the game. So when you fire off your 10 or 24 missiles and torpedoes, 
when you go back, you got to buy them all back. So those of you with those retaliators with those size nines, you better have some deep uh-huh. pockets. Better have some deep have, pockets. Have hey. that loose trigger if you want. You got to have to be doing This is what I've been saying for the, for the past five years. I'm going to put my ammo on railroad. Yeah, well, you're going to have to. Seriously. <laughs> you're going to have to have a bank account for it. You know, but I guarantee you, you, you won't be spamming. Layaway account at Dumpers Depot. Layaway, layaway Rattler. You won't be spamming. I can tell you that much. That's for sure. You will not be spamming. So, all right. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. We had a good conversation tonight. Um, and uh, real quick, why don't uh, everybody kind of give a little bit of something where people can find you while I figure out who we're going to raid tonight. DK, where can people find you? You can find me right here on <laughs> Soul Citizens Podcast. But you can also find me at Galactic Enterprises Incorporated, my organization with Pops and Fist. And uh, we uh, do events uh, usually weekly, sometimes with uh, Rec Raiders who are also in the house, I'm sure, out there somewhere. Uh, and... Uh, other than that, um, yeah, I have a couple channels, YouTube. I don't post to Twitter. I don't post to <laughs> everything on the dark night. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, Colossal, where can people find you? You also can find me right here uh, along with Dark Knight and everybody else on the, on the panel and Fast Cart and Griff is always good streaming with you guys here at Soul Citizens. Um, you can find me in the verse with Test Squadron. I do want to say one thing, Griff. In mm-hmm. particular, because I think it, I think this new 3.14 uh, patch validates that. Mm-hmm. I do want to give a huge shout out to um, to CIG mm-hmm. uh, and to Chris Roberts and his team for basically keep upping the ante mm-hmm. and and uh, and making a game that we all know and love. I also want to thank the fans mm-hmm. because if it wasn't for them then these publishers would come out there and tell Chris to go ahead and put out the game right now and it'd be just like the other games that we've seen before that have come yeah. in and fall apart. So yeah. I want to thank the supporters. Keep on supporting the game because it is with Horizon and Crusader, it is giving us what we all know and love that Chris Roberts can do. And I want to say thank you, CIG, and thank you to the fans, the supporters. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Good word. Absolutely. FC. Yeah. Uh, you can find me everywhere except in the dark. Unless I'm smiling and I have my eyes wide. No, you can find me on twitter.com forward slash fast underscore cart. I almost turned up my light just to make my point, but I'm not going to. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And you can, uh, on Wednesday and and Monday, they're changing the schedule around, but you can find me on on Shiver's channel on on the Table of Horrors. I'll I'll be in chat. Miss Hart is taking a hiatus from 80s show, so we're not doing the Tuesday thing at, at, at the moment, but I'll let you know when it's back. But mostly you can find me on, on Twitter. That's it? Yeah, for now. Wow. Let me put this out there now. Um, we're going we're gonna to have another virtual bar citizen mm-hmm. in, in, in August, mid-August. So I'm going to try to put that on, on a calendar this coming week. Okay. Excellent. Yep, second week in August. You guys mark that down. Uh, we're it's coming around really quick. It just seems like we just had the yeah. other one. Yeah, right. right back <laughs> it around. Real fast. Oh my God! Yeah, well, kids are coming back in. Yep. Well, thank you guys so much for today. I also want to say this too to, to Colossal's point. Um, you know, th- there is another moment here that we didn't get to recognize, and it's the fact that this is actually um, this patch brings about the, and I'm speaking in loose terms here, the completion of the Stanton system. 
Um, you know, mm-hmm. we've been looking forward to this for a very long time. So, you know, the fact that we have all the moons, all the planets into the game at this point, uh, we know that there's a version two of Horizon that's going to be coming out later this year. But this is a really big achievement for the fact that we're getting this very first system finally uh, there. We've been waiting on this a long time. I cannot say this m- more than enough. When you see Horizon, you will honestly say, now I understand why it took so long. It is truly amazing to see what they did there. And CIG keeps raising the ante every time. God only knows when they get to the next four or five cities, how they're going to keep beating themselves out. But they did a really, really, really great job. So if you get a chance to watch any of the streams, any videos, um, check it out. I waited. I wanted to see it in person. So if you want to wait till it comes out, it'll be worth the wait. I can tell you that. It's a, a really, even though there a lot of things aren't available to do, you can roam around and see things and, and you'll get a real idea of how big, it's much bigger than I thought it was going to be. It's way bigger than I thought it was going to be. You know, I've always just kind of pictured a station with a couple of arms on it and that's it. And it's way more than that. So definitely check it out. Um, other than and that- that's my point. Huh? We lost fast oh, yeah. start. We, we lost fast car. Oh, look at yeah. Uh, I, I light, you know, he don't, uh, he don't shut up. Uh, Lord, I, I, you know what? I should have. I should have known. Listen, this poor brother. I don't know what we're gonna do with him. All right, let's um, <laughs> let's uh, get ready. Let's talk about next week. Uh, Thursday, we've got Soul Talk at 10 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, we look forward to seeing you guys there. That's our open talk show. Fastcart hosts that. We have a really great time with that. Thank you for those of y'all who helped me last week. We had some real technical issues, but thank you for those who hung in with us for the hour that we were on. Next Sunday, we've got a very, 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 very special show. Show is called The Things We Left Behind. Now, I got to throw this out there. We got a special guest. We're going to have the crazy man, the wild man himself, the former man known as Geo Get Money. Uh, Sub Vigio right. is going to be back on the <laughs> nice. show with us. <laughs> yeah. um, nice. And it's we are going to be, gonna be yeah, It's going to be yep, good. Yep. And what that you show is about, the things we left behind, some of you who've been around for a long time will remember this, but there's a lot of stuff, gang, that, that CIG has done that is gone, that we've completely forgot about. On the picture there, you see some of those things, things like Wingman's Hangar, Citizen of the Stars. <laughs> some of you may remember that CIG used to go to Gamescom every year and do a presentation. It wasn't just CitizenCon. Uh, Ilphonic, uh, Wonderful World of Star Citizen, Bug Smashers, uh, Ship Shape, Reverse the Verse. There's a whole bunch of stuff that we're going to go back and have some reflections on and talk about. And uh, I think you'll learn a lot of really cool things about the history of this whole um, development process for Star Citizen. So hopefully you guys will be able to join us next week for that. So until then, we hope we'll see you guys then. We are going to set up a raid for Verity. So when you guys get over there, Verity, you all give her a shout, say hello, send some love from the Soul Citizens, uh, encourage her, hang out if you like what you're seeing. And um, until we see you guys at that time, thanks again for hanging out with us with No Place Like Home. And we'll see you guys soon. Peace, love, and soul. Peace out. Take care, gang. See you soon. (laughs)